0: With WYOY in New York, I'm Chris Barlow with a look at this week's news. Our top story is a national crisis currently unfolding in New York City, where hundreds of thousands of Americans showed up to perform their civic duty this week, only to discover that Kelly Rippa was nowhere to be found. Fans of the TV show Broad City will be disappointed to learn that this was not due to a hooch-fueled sex bender, but in reality due to news that Live with Kelly and Michael co-host Michael Strahan would be leaving the show. News that Ripa was not informed of before it was announced publicly. Entertainer and former Saturday Night Live star Anna Gasteyer Filled in for RIPA on Wednesday's show, a fact that most of Live's opiate addicted viewers didn't notice. Our other top story is the New York primary, where former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and coked up Oompa Loompa Donald Trump both secured decisive victories over their opponents. Turnout was high in the Empire State, but voting didn't go smoothly, and the New York Attorney General has opened an investigation to determine how over 100,000 registered voters were no longer registered when they attempted to vote. Accused of deliberately purging the registrations in a vast conspiracy to hand Clinton a decisive victory over Senator Bernie Sanders, a spokesman for the New York City Board of Elections said, quote, What makes you think we have our shit together enough to pull something like that off? The spokesman continued, I mean, have you ever even seen what a polling place looks like? Before groaning loudly and taking a large swig directly from a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. In the Republican race, Donald Trump nearly swept the state, losing only to Ohio governor and humble garbage disposal John Kasich in Trump's home borough of Manhattan where Kasich won the Republican vote 13-7. CNN turned the Empire State Building crimson red to announce Trump's victory and or the beginning of the end times Tuesday night. A joke I made first, thank you very much, Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Ted Cruz lost so badly in New York that he delivered his primary night speech in another state, Before the polls closed, and he refused to refer to either Donald Trump or New York by their names. It's just like how wizards the world over will only refer to Ted Cruz as he who must not be named. After Tuesday's victory, Trump came out against North Carolina's anti-LGBT bathroom law, saying that the state's GOP lawmakers have caused more problems than the measure solves and that people should be able to use whichever bathroom they feel is appropriate. Critics on the right decried Trump for abandoning the small government ideals of controlling when and where people urinate, while critics on the left blasted him for saying something rational and factually accurate. In yet another Trump-related story mandated by the media cabal profiting off this year's election, Trump Force One, Donald Trump's personal jet, has been grounded by the FAA due to an expired registration. The limited liability corporation responsible for registering the plane every three years is controlled by Trump himself. However, Trump representatives assure us that this lapse is not a careless oversight indicative of the kind of leadership Trump would bring to the nation, but rather a deliberate attempt to avoid the costly $5 registration fee. In other news... Treasury Secretary Jack Lew announced that Alexander Hamilton will remain on the $10 bill, while Harriet Tubman is now poised to push Andrew Jackson to the back of the $20 bill, the space typically reserved for genocidal maniacs. Despite the upgrade from the 10 to the 20 some supporters are expressing concern that the new Tubmans may not be issued until 2030 and that a future administration could reverse course meaning we can all look forward to getting a stack of Melanias from the ATM if there are still ATMs after President Trump takes office next year. London Mayor Boris Johnson unveiled a replica of Palmyra's historic Arch of Triumph, which was destroyed by ISIS, finally making up for everything the British Empire ever did to the Middle East. Reached for comment, the ghost of Winston Churchill criticized the gesture, saying that his United Kingdom would have secured the original arch and put it where it belongs, in a British museum. Closer to home, New York Mayor Bill de Blasio signed a law yesterday banning costume characters from some of the public spaces in Times Square. Critics say the measure will rob the costumed individuals of much-needed income, while advocates argue that the new fenced-in character zones will open up new revenue streams for Elmo's willing to fight to the death. The MTA announced that it has finally restored funding for the next phase of the 2nd Avenue subway set to bring service to East Harlem. Transit experts say this mistake will be rectified shortly. And in entertainment news... Music icon Prince passed away unexpectedly yesterday at his home and studio in Minnesota. Shocking fans who had no idea that Prince's logo was supposed to be pronounced with a Minnesota accent. Just time for a quick look at the weather. Okay, I looked at it. I'm Chris Barlow, and that's all this week's news. Hold your breath and count to 604,800, because that's how long it will take for more news. Next week here on WYOY.